everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cute Kind Of. If this is your first time here, hello, hi. My name is Layla and welcome to my beauty and lifestyle podcast. So, elephant in the room. I did not post an episode last week, super sorry for that. I honestly cannot remember why I didn't post an episode. I feel like it had something to do with extra central dread. Um, but we're back this week. Next, the year is almost over. Like... <laughs> Can you believe it? Like, it feels like yesterday was March. It feels like yesterday was March. Like, I remember my friend texting me and being like, hey, you need to come visit me at school right now. Our other friends are going to be there. They're coming like this weekend. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then literally like a week later, they had to shut everything down. So that's where we're at. But in general, I think it's time to wrap up the year. I think, let's see. Oh my God. So I have this little calendar my friends got me. Um, It's like this little like standing calendar and it's like little cactuses. So Ellen Taylor, if you're listening to this, I love this and I still use it. And today is the 23rd. This episode's gonna go up on the 25th. And yeah, the next Friday is gonna be January 2021. So I think it would be very fitting if today we just wrap up 2020 talk about what happened, what didn't happen, my goals, what were met, what wasn't met, and then also the three lessons I learned from this year. (laughs) So let's just get started. All right, it is a very beautiful Wednesday afternoon when I'm recording this. The sun is out. It's around like 3.51 and the sun's about to be going down. So this is a very beautiful setting for us today. But um, I'm trying to think of where to start. I have all the notes in front of me but I feel like jumping around basically. But if you remember in one of my older videos, older videos, sorry, older episodes, I did an episode called How I Organized My Life or How I Got My Life Together. I think it's in the How I Got My Life Together post-graduation. I talk about doing this workbook or prompts in a workbook called The Artist of Life Workbook by Lavender, Eileen, aka Lavender. She created this booklet where basically, not a booklet, it's like a journal. She created this journal workbook thing, a journal workbook hybrid, where basically it helps you plan out your goals for the year and helps you attain or work towards your future goals and everything like that. And my sister got it at the beginning of the year because I told her about it. And I love Eileen. Like I watch the Lavender Lifestyle all the time. She has a podcast, which I highly recommend you listen to. Guests are phenomenal and you always learn something from them. And then too, she has a YouTube channel, which I love as well. She literally just gives you all the prompts in her YouTube videos. So you don't really even have to buy the book. The book is just beautiful and it's really nice to have it with you to just have like a in-hand copy and just all your in-hand copy of like all your goals and how you're working towards them. It really is a great planner if you're someone who needs to be organized or feels like you can never accomplish your goals if you're not organized or if you were more organized, you'd be better at accomplishing your goals. Totally worth it. My sister has it, so I just stole the notebook from her and then wrote all the prompts on like separate separate sheets of paper but she got the new one and so I did that one as well recently and it gave me the opportunity opportunity to look back at my at the prompts I did earlier in the year around May she got it well into the year but anyways yeah so I was going through it I was comparing my my old answers to my new answers and it was really interesting to see like kind of how I've changed it during this time like because we were well into the pandemic when I actually 
did the workbook prompts, it kind of was the same, but I think my mindset has significantly changed in the past several months while I've been kind of just waiting out this pandemic. Like right in front of me right now, I have my 2019 review and then my 2020 review. And I remember looking at it. So 2019 review is basically just a lot of fun moments. And it had to do not so much with like what's going on on the inside of me, but rather like what's on the outside. Like for example, graduated college early. I was managing editor. Um, I had an internship at NYC, which was amazing. I went to DC, went to Nashville. I also started this podcast. All in all, like 2019 was a really good year for me externally, meaning like, yeah, like externally. Even on the 2019 review sheet, I wrote like, to be honest, I don't really know for like a lot of the questions. And it was just a lot of just like new things, going places, doing things. It was such a contrast from this year because this year I spent majority of my time at home. I think I've left the house like maybe less than 10 times in this entire year, honestly. And a lot of my 2020 highlights and so on and so forth were very much so kind of personal things such as like I started exercising more frequently um I started studying languages more I journaled more started meditating and just doing all these things like finding more inner peace if you will but basically it was such like I said it was such a contrast from 2019 because like I was really sitting here trying to be like okay like what did I actually do this year because nothing really like went crazy off the charts like oh my god great accomplishment it was more in the lines of just like oh this is nice that's cool you know but yeah and I think out of the entire like 2020 review sheet what I learned in 2020 was definitely kind of the section of this entire sheet that was like huh something did happen to me this year. so the three lessons I learned in 2020 so the very first one there are things out of your control just let it go um honestly like I think everyone knows this but I really wanted to get a job this year but obviously like like I, I don't blame myself for like wishing that it would happen I think if anything I've realized that no matter how much I willed it it wasn't gonna happen unless it was meant to happen but it was just one of those things that like like once you send in your job application or whatever it's out of your hands and that's something I learned this year definitely and to just learn to like distract myself with other things as well because like I'm definitely a textbook overthinker. I will sit there and be like I like to do this all the time where I would like send in my application then go back to my application and then try to see if I made any mistakes on that application and be like oh man like they're definitely not gonna pick me now but honestly like I learned to stop doing that and yeah in general like I don't know what I'll like there's something very specific I wanted to say in this regard, but basically sometimes when you're very focused on one thing, you get like tunnel vision because you're so focused on getting that one thing, you forget to cherish what you already have, which I think is a very important thing to do. Yeah, and the idea of like letting go, like air quotes, let it go is very difficult. Like I... <laughs> I'm definitely one of those people who's like very has a very hard time letting things go in the sense of like other things as well like for for example maybe like a grudge against a friend like you hold grudges for such a long time 
Lesson number two, life does not go as planned, so go with the flow. This is in the same lines as the previous lesson, but basically like for all my people out there who have like life plans, who plan everything out, who are type A, sometimes it just doesn't go as planned and it's out of your control. Like literally, literally there was nothing I could have done differently I feel like this year to get what I wanted. It kind of just felt, the cards just fell where they wanted to fall and I had to deal with it and that's like a part of life and I saw this quote the other day but it was basically like I'll post it on my Instagram at some point but it's basically like remember when you used to dream about where you are now and I was just sitting there I was like yeah like my time will come like I just have to relax go with the flow and just cherish what I have and then when it's time it will happen then finally the last lesson I learned is relax don't worry about every detail nothing will be perfect i'm still struggling with perfectionism even as we speak <laughs> like so like as i'm talking like i'm someone who like stutters a lot and sometimes slurs over words and just like doesn't make sense and that bothers me so much that i want to like go back and redo the entire podcast audio but i'm really trying not to do that anymore but honestly perfectionism is such everyone says like perfectionism doesn't exist like being perfect doesn't exist but yet I feel like people who say that is still like we try to strive for perfectionism and being perfect but the reality of the fact is it's true like nothing will ever be perfect there's always going to be one thing that's wrong with something only thing you can do is do your best at it yeah like being like perfectionism I think is such a like limiting like limiting mindset because then you're just so focused on like making it perfect that you lose the enjoyment of what you're doing. And then on top of that, like you're not fully appreciating the experience. And then on top of that, you're so obsessed with like people perceiving it as like perfect as well that you're totally like don't care about giving yourself a pound in the back or just being self-appreciative of like the work you put in. And in general, yeah, those were the three main lessons. I was watching Jen M's. As you know, I love Jen M. She does YouTube videos. She does mainly fashion, but now she does like more lifestyle vlogs which I really like as well. I just love her and I love how she's grown in the past like 10 years I've been watching her. And she was talking about her year and her experiences and she basically said like the same thing, like 2020 for a lot of people, it taught them to like slow down. For people like me who are super future oriented perfectionists and just like when they reach step A, they're wondering, okay, so when do I reach step B? Instead of fully appreciating like being a pet, um, being at step A, I think that's so important and that's like something I never had prior to this year. And yeah, just, yeah, it really makes you like sit and just be like with your thoughts, which can cause you to overthink definitely, but then makes you really think about has everything up until this point, like what has truly like made me happy, made me excited, made me feel like I was fulfilling my life purpose versus what I was doing just to like um, make other people happy just to strive this image that I want for myself and like stuff in that regard and obviously like everyone's 2020 is going to be darkly different from one another only because it's subjective to our own experiences but this is just my experience 
Yeah, I would love to know like how your 2020 was and what you experienced and what lessons you learned. Oh my god, if you can like comment that under like my Instagram post for like this episode or even on my blog post because I have the comments open. Next, uh, including the other prompts I did in my lavender lifestyle pamphlet. <laughs> I'm just going to call it a pamphlet because I stole like I just wrote everything on like blank sheets of paper. But in general, like there was a lot of changes because I think, like I said, everything has kind of slowed down. So basically, like I was going through my prompts and I had a very mu- I had a much better understanding of like what I really see for myself. And then also on top of that, like even from like the current me future current me versus future me exercise um if you don't know that's my favorite exercise from the entire journal like at first I thought it was so stupid and kind of cliche but then once I did it I'm like wow I can actually see why this is a great exercise and why Eileen wanted to include this in her notebook that one from earlier in May was just like crammed with stuff that I saw as like flaws in myself and I just wanted to be like quote unquote someone else like I you know, striving to be a better version of myself, right? But as I sat down to do the current me versus future me exercise, it was crazy to see because a lot of that stuff that I wrote back in May was so like, it was very like um, nitpicky, but then also it made me like kind of narrow down like what, like not my flaws, but what are things that I can truly work on? Because like, I think the page is like one third full or two thirds full on my new future me versus current me exercise whereas like the one in May was like filled to the brim which I think is really cool and in general like yeah like I had not like looked at that sheet of paper since May I think maybe like once or twice but it's kind of crazy I was like huh I guess I did do something in 2020 all right talking about my 2019 goals (laughs) in general um I was looking at them I did new goals like halfway through the year basically on Notion Um, but at the beginning of the year it was very like subdued. I still think I have like the same goals in general all the time but like one was like journal more, read more, you know learn languages, exercise more. Just like more personal learning fitness wise versus like career wise where like nothing really happened obviously but anything that skyrocketed or took off for me this year was definitely journaling. Um, bro, I journal a lot. Like I can't even explain it. I have like the day one app, which is basically a online journal or a journaling app that syncs to your phone and MacBook. And like, dude, I journal a lot. Like I have like several different notebooks just on there where I just journal about anything. I'm a textbook overthinker. So I will sit down and just like write all my thoughts onto a page and then be like, okay, if I ever need this, it will be here, but I don't have to think about it anymore because like I don't have to remember it because it's on this page. But oh my God, definitely journaling. I started doing morning pages this year, which were like the 750 word pages. Basically, you just brain dump everything that's on your mind in the morning or like whatever time you want to. And you and so it gets out of your mind. So then you can actually focus on other things. I like that. But man, that takes a lot of time, like because I would like just get distracted or just like, but yeah, a lot of journaling was happening. Um, Whether that be like random journal prompts I found on Pinterest versus like just writing the prompts the day one app gives versus like creating my new set of morning pages, which I talk about in my morning routine episode, which I will link on the blog. Um, But just a lot of journaling, which helped me with a lot of self-reflection on like who I am as a person, what I see for myself and what I like value, so on and so forth. Really nice. Highly recommend. Um, Yeah, like literally, if you just go into Pinterest and type like journaling prompts for like self-discovery or just random things, a lot of them will pop up. 
and I highly suggest you do them. It sounds very like cliche, daunting or boring or whatever, but if you just sit down and set a timer for like 10 minutes and then tell yourself, I'm just gonna write on this prompt for 10 minutes, you'd be surprised. You will honestly be so surprised. Um, I'm also gonna link Jen M's re- most like recent vlog for her like Vlogmas series called Jangle Bells, which I think is the most, like the cutest name ever. But in it, she talks about journaling and she gives really good tips on how to journal. But basically, I think one of the things, actually, I can't even remember what she said in that video, but she gave really good advice. So I was thinking about what advice I would give about journaling. Um, One of the things she mentioned, which I thought was really good, was that she mentioned that like when she writes in her journal, she thinks a lot faster than she writes. So it makes her slow down and actually process what she is writing, which I have a problem with like really bad where I'll just like just type really excessively fast thinking I hit every single word I'm thinking about. And then I'll go back and be like, wow, I missed the the here and and here and and here, so on and so forth. So that's something I want to do for myself personally. But I'll link it because she gives really good advice and I highly recommend you watch it. Next, another thing Eileen put in her Lavender Lifestyle Workbook that I don't remember if it was in last year's, but basically it's called the self-reflection wheel. So basically it's a giant circle and then it's sectioned off by like things like wellness, purpose, career, relationships, so on and so forth. And then each of those brackets have sub brackets and then you can rate yourself and how you do in each area. And it kind of just gives you an idea of which areas of your life you can improve on and which ones you're doing really well in. And I really liked it. I thought it was a great visualization of like what's going on in my life and where I need to make improvements. So what I found is that I need to work on relationships, like talking to my friends. Okay, if you know me, I'm extremely introverted. Like I'm so bad at texting. I just like overthink it. And a lot of times I'm like, what if I say like this? Are they gonna take it the wrong way? Like if I mean it as a joke, are they gonna like think I'm talking about something else? So I like overthink in that regard and I'm not very good at keeping up with friends, which is like kind of a big problem for me, but hopefully that gets better in 2021. Obviously finances, as you know, they don't have a job. Um, So I'm thinking about starting like a business from home maybe because like, hey, if you can't get a job, make one. Does that make sense? Okay. And then next is purpose. Um, Definitely get my career on track and focus on on the things I can do from home to get better and further my career, definitely. Like like I said, I'm definitely a career work-oriented person, which brings me to 2021. So like I just said, I'm a very work-oriented person. So for 2021, I decided my word of the year is going to be balance. So like to create like a work-life balance because a lot of times like either one day I'll just be super obsessive with the podcast and just do podcast things. And then other days I'll be like super obsessive, like, I don't know, cleaning my room. And then other days I'll be like, oh my God, I need to do makeup the entire day. Like makeup, like doing my makeup is like the focal point of the day, which is not very a balanced day in general because definitely I can be taking bits and pieces of my like what I see from my life and mashing it into one but random tangent but last this year's word was to create which I think I did pretty well in that regard um when it came to practicing art you know reading more journaling more learning languages so on and so forth getting like more creative but this year I definitely want to focus on being more balanced like what can I do in different areas of my life every day to feel like fulfilled have purpose 
and also while I'm taking care of myself while like furthering my relationships with other people and furthering my career. So balance is the word of 2021. Feel free to use it as your word as well, but whatever floats your boat. Planner. Okay, so I'm not buying a passion planner for 2021. I already bought my new planner. It's a hope. Girl, let me let me tell you what it's called because I cannot remember the name of it. Okay. It's called the Hobonichi Techno Cousin. Um, it's basically an A5 notebook. What I like about it is it's kind of like a planner, bullet journal, passion planner hybrid, if that makes sense. Um, basically, you have like the schedule, your timeout weekly layout, plus like your own daily pages where you can basically write and put anything you want. And then you have like obviously the already pre-made written in like days of the week calendar so on and so forth so I really like this and then also like you can just buy it as is but you can also buy like covers for it so I bought a cover for it it was like a gift from my brother so yeah it's really pretty I think the design is very cute it's very green it's very pretty it's very pretty it's like has a bunch of little flowers it's by um Aki Kondo but that is my new planner for 2021. Also, brand new vision board. Okay, so after the current me versus future me exercise, I kind of learned that I'm a very visual person, obviously. So I like the idea of having a vision board. So my vision board, what I did was for this year, I actually drew it out, but I think that wasn't like stimulating enough for me in the vision board. So I decided to do something else. So I watched this girl on YouTube. Her name is Olivia Osborne. She is so sweet, so cute, and like has the nicest voice. And she just talks about, I found her video because I was learning how to do a vision board for 2020. Um, and she teaches you how to make a digital one and how to make like a real, like a physical one and so on and so forth. Um, so basically I watched your video on how to make a digital one. I like the concept of a digital one, but I definitely wanted like a physical in-person one rather than just putting it as my computer, home screen, or like phone. Um, and she, and as I was doing it, I learned, so I don't really have a work. Okay, does anyone have a working printer at their house? Because I do not. So I definitely cannot print a vision board. Hence why I did it in, um, did it in what? Hence why I did it tried to like draw it out, which like I said, wasn't stimulating enough for me for like me to look at it every day. So I learned on Canva, you can literally have them print things for you and then let them send the prints to your house. So I was like, oh my God, let me just do that. So what I did is I made a vision board on like five by seven pieces of paper. Um, my journal like my new planners like actual is an a5 so i wanted it to be able to fit into an a5 so then that way i can just like take it out look at it and i brought like five copies that way like i can stick them anywhere so then like let's say i can put one in my purse or put one in my planner um i can also put one i don't know where my makeup collection is you know so i just thought that was really nice and then let's say if one gets dirty or ruined then i can just put in a new one but I was like, huh, let me just do this. And it was really nice. I don't know how it's going to turn out. They just shipped it the other day. So we will see once that happens. So definitely if you're interested in making a vision board, which you should because I think it's great, I would check out Olivia's channel. Also Mariana Hewitt 
Um, she's the owner and creator of Summer Fridays, co-owner, co-creator of Summer Fridays, like um, the skincare brand. She also has a podcast, and she talks about goal setting and her vision board, which I highly recommend you um, listen to because it was actually really nice. She's actually a very nice, cute person. So highly recommend. I will link that also on the podcast. Okay, this podcast episode is getting super, super long, so I'm sorry. But my new goals, I will share them later, I think. Um, so far, I'm going to wait till the vision board gets here, just solidify everything. And then also the bar is keep, I'm keeping my expectations for 2021 in the ground beneath closer to the earth's core. And that's how we're doing it right now until further notice. But yeah, um, any other things? Basically, I watched a video about like um, self-care apps by Olivia Diavela. She does like the glow up diaries on YouTube. And she actually gave really, really nice recommendations that I really like. Um, I downloaded the daily art app and turned it into a widget. And then also she recommended this app called Tiny Decisions, which I thought was so smart. Basically, it's just a little pinwheel where it can, um, it's basically a little pinwheel where you just touch it and then it will make the decision. Whatever it lands on is your decision. So like I did it, so I have two. So one is for like self-care things to do. So I want to click on this every single day to just choose something I can do that day for like self-care. And then I have another one about beauty things. So like different beauty things I can do every single day. Um, so today is shave everywhere. Wow. <laughs> I guess I'll be doing that later today. But yeah, that's basically it. I know this episode's 32 minutes, probably gonna be cut down a lot, but like I hope it made sense and I didn't jumble a lot of things up. But without further ado, let's just wrap up the podcast. Alright, if you enjoyed today's episode of Cute Kind of, you can follow us and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Speaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, iHeartRadio, Bullhorn, Amazon Podcasts, and any other major podcast streaming services if you'd like to connect with us or connect with me my instagram is at cute kind of podcast um i'm redoing my instagram feed it's gonna look bomb it's just a work in progress so be patient but you can also find us on twitter at cute kind of if you would like to email me my email is hello cute kind of at gmail.com and like always any products i mentioned things i mentioned are already linked and typed on the blog at www.qkindof.com. Well, guys, I just wanted to finish off this section by talking about what's new for the podcast in 2021. Um, honestly, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking about getting back into like beauty news. Also other things, I really don't know. I'm still planning some new things out. And like I said, this podcast, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like until season eight until I actually figure out like exactly what I want to do for the longest time. But we'll see. But in general, I think I really like keeping the podcast episode short. I think you guys appreciate that. And then also on top of that, my podcast anniversary is coming. Yes, guys, it's almost here. So if you remember back in like May, I believe I did a podcast episode and I talked about my one year podcast anniversary. That was like the soft anniversary because like um, in 2019 in May, I uploaded one episode and that episode was how I like registered the name, made sure I kept the name and like actually made a website so on and so forth for it. So that was that. Um... So it was the soft birthday, but December actually marks 
the real birthday of Q Kind Of, and it will be officially one year old. Officially. This is the hard opening. Or a hard birthday. I, I don't know. But yeah, so by the time you're listening to this, so this episode goes up on December 25th, and that's a Friday, and then December 27th is actually the podcast anniversary, so thank you for listening to Q Kind Of. And then also, that marks my ninth anniversary of blogging. So prior to creation of Q Kind Of, I ran a beauty blog, which was called Townhouse Palette from 2011 to 2018-ish. Um, it's the same website as Q Kind Of, so if you just go on there and then go through my archive, you'll see all my old blog posts. But that has been, it will mark my ninth year of beauty blogging. Um, I think I mentioned this like several times, but like I think growing up I had a lot of emotionally hard times, just hard times in general, and like having a beauty blog really made me excited about like the future and creating things and makeup, beauty, just something I felt I was good at and could be proud of myself for. So yeah. Um in general, if you've been a reader, thank you for reading. If you're a listener to this podcast, thank you for listening. I really appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to this podcast, downloading this podcast, subscribing to this podcast, even if you're just listening for the first 10 seconds. Um, I really appreciate it. And hopefully 2021 will be a great year for this podcast. I hope we see some more growth. So yeah, oh my god, my MacBook is about to die. So I'm gonna go. But happy New Year's. And I look forward to talking to you guys in 2021.